Hey guys, this is uh, Sean Arama here, and we are doing another From the Road podcast. Uh, today, we are leaving work after an interesting, colorful day, but uh, I'm going to make a promise in this podcast, right now as we're speaking, that uh, as bad a day as I'm going to have, this isn't going to be a forum for me to vent specifics about work, because I never will. There's life's too short to worry about those sorts of things, but I'm going to talk about philosophical ideas and ideologies about work in general, but they're never going to be specific. I think they're going to be more big picture sort of stuff, because ideally, every day of work sucks. doesn't matter where you work, there's ups, there's downs. There's personalities, there's politics, it doesn't matter where you work, it's the same everywhere. The only thing, the only difference between one job to another, one company to another, is uh, it's just the details. Really, every place sucks. <laughs> but every place has great things too, so. Um, so, with that aside, um... The, the other reason I wanted to do this podcast is so I don't go crazy. It's a long drive to and from work every day. And uh, after a hard day in the mines, as they say, um, sometimes I just got to talk. I mean, I could talk with my wife's ear off on this stuff. But, uh, you know, I'd, I'd rather not bring the negativity home. I'd just rather wash it out, talk, get my mind wrapped around different other things. So, just to reiterate, I will not talk about work, but I'll talk about things that I'm passionate about so I can forget about the things I'm not passionate about and the things that don't really uh, matter, I guess, if that makes sense. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I want to talk about fandom. Now, most of my podcasts are going to have some hint of fandom in them. Um, if you've read my bio, um, I'm, i got fandom written all over me. Or, at least I thought I did. Um, when I was a young, strapping lad, the thing that uh, separated me from everyone else was that I was a big nerd, or a big geek, or whatever you want to call it. I was into comic books, um, I was into, you know, art, and all that frou-frou stuff that uh, jocks would, uh, you know, beat me up over. So, I mean, I grew up, that's how I grew up, and that's how things were for me. And as I, as I worked through those years and I was, you know, I'd, I'd hide what I would do because I would get mocked for what I was into and, uh, you know, the comic books and all those sorts of things, as I got older, um, it suddenly became more acceptable. And I'm not the first person to talk about this subject. Uh, that's by far, you know, that's the truth there, is that fandom has become mainstream to the point that if you want to be considered a geek or a nerd, it's so mainstream now that you have to be even nerdier or geekier to be considered uh, a fan of something to the point that I don't think I am um, a nerd or a geek anymore. It's not that I've transformed uh, away from uh, my identity, but just the landscape itself has changed to the point that to be a nerd or a geek nowadays, to be considered, you know, the uber 
you know, outcast, I guess, you have to be, you have to go even further in the opposite, in that other direction. And I, I can't compete. I kind of wish I could be a, a, you know, a full on nerd or full on geek, but I don't think I can. I don't have the time to do so. So let me break this down for you. So my entertainment time, so this is my free time. I have married um, uh, a a fellow fan. Uh, My wife is into uh, many different things, you know, anything Whedon, I guess, pretty much. Uh, You know, supernatural, uh, comic books, uh, superheroes, you know, video games, all those sorts of things. That's what my wife is into, and in our spare time, the spare time we do have is that's those are our pastimes. That's what we do. We don't follow a sports team. No time for it. It just it's too time consuming. I just don't have the ability to follow a sport. It just it's too time consuming. There's too many things I have that I want to do. Too many things I want to watch. Too many things I want to read. That if I was following sports. I just wouldn't have time to follow anything I want. And currently, I don't have enough time to follow everything I want. Um, I'm still getting caught up on The Flash. still getting caught up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There's a a number of uh, nerdish movies that I I really, really need to see that I can't get around to. I've got all these podcasts, you know, that are are banked on my phone that I'm trying to get get to that I, I, I just don't have the time to get to. So... You know, there's so many things I want to watch, I just don't have the time to watch. I I can't take the time to bring sports into the equation. Um, So anyway, so I kind of digress there a little bit. So let's take this back. So to be considered fanish nowadays or to be... Let's stick with the word fanish because uh, geek and nerd people have... uh, reappropriated that term to mean something else from what it used to mean but when I was growing up being a nerd or a geek meant you were an outcast you were a fan of something kind of by yourself or maybe with a couple of other friends and um, everyone else was into everything else that was popular but you and your very very small group of friends were into things that were not mainstream to me when I was growing up that's what it meant to be a nerd or a geek and what were those things well when I was growing up it was comic books it was science fiction, it was fantasy, anything related to any of those three things made you a nerd or a geek. Nowadays, I don't even know what nerd or geek geek means. Uh, the Nerdist Podcast, for example, incredibly popular. Um, Chris, Hardwick, Car- Chris Hardwick has built a career around The Nerdist. If you don't, don't know what The Nerdist is, it's a, another podcast, um, but it's a bit of a a network of many things nerd related quote unquote nerd related and it's incredibly popular San Diego Comic Con here's another example of something that's really really popular Um, so I guess let's take this back so I guess what I'm really trying to say is that being a nerd and being a geek does not mean the same thing it did 20 years ago probably even 10 years ago so my pastimes, here's what I do in my day. I go to work. I look after my child. Um, I go to the gym to keep in shape because we're all getting older and we all want to live longer. 
those are the three things I do. And then I sleep and then I eat. So any free time that I have outside of those activities, which take up the majority of my time, is I watch TV shows that are considered um, Spanish. So that would be, you know, the, the shows that we're currently watching is we're going through Supernatural, which I hadn't seen before, but my wife was a, a fan of. So we've been watching Supernatural. I've watched all the Buffy. Um, I've watched Firefly, you know, all those things. Um, currently, we're doing a run on The Flash. Um, I have watched some Arrow, and I'm trying to go back and watch that. Um, I mean, we're even watching... Uh, the Mortal Instruments or whatever the heck that new series is uh, based on the Cassandra Clare books that my wife is a big fan of. And because my wife's a big fan of, I've kind of following along as well. You can hate me at the bottom of this podcast under the comment section if you so wish. Um, I know it's not cool to like the Mortal Instruments, but there's some pretty cool stuff in there that, that, that I think's okay. Um, so any free time and then you know, after the baby goes down, like when we're with the baby, we generally have the TV on. We can't watch TV in the way we used to before we had a child. The TV is playing in the background and you're half watching, half paying attention to your child. So you're cursing. I don't know what the right term is. It's like you're speed reading through something. So you're not actually getting all the detail and all the information. To the point that, well, Sylvie and I have gone back and rewatched shows um, because of that. Uh, generally, movie, movie time for us is there's no baby, there's nobody around. It's not something we've watched. We're going to watch something we haven't watched before, and we're actually going to sit down and watch it. Preferably in the theaters if we can get a sitter. And that's what we do. So, outside of that time, when the baby goes down, we will, if we're not watching uh, a show that we're trying to get caught up on, one of those shows then we're playing video games and then when I wind down I'm generally reading a book that is based on um, uh, something fanish so you know either comic books um, I follow a few uh, web web comics as well uh, and occasionally I might read something that is not fanish a straight fiction book. Um, big big fan of Nick Hornby and anything he writes. So books of that nature I'll read. Or biographies on music. Or musicians or whatever. So those are the things I do. Those are, those are my free time things. Um, I'm also in a band, which I'm sure you, you know by now. I'm in a band and I've always played music to some extent. So I'm always writing music or writing books. So I guess I'll need to clarify that as well. So basically what it boils down to is I do think my my likes are of a fanish quality. I don't really like much outside of fanish things. Um, the, the Nick Hornby is, is kind of the example and the music thing is, is the other example. But there's a whole side to that which I'll get into later is that Everything that I do free time-wise is related to Fanish stuff. So in the past, that would have made me a nerd or a geek. Nowadays, to fit into one of those two categories, depending on how you interpret those two words, is I need to have watched, for example, 
Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I need to have gone through the series three, four, five, six times, memorized um, some of the dialogue or some of the scripts, or read some of the scripts of some of these series. Um, or, I mean, what else? I mean, the other thing is reading all the comic books that come out from Marvel every month, for example, or, you know, a good 50 to 75% of them. Or reading 25% Marvel, 25% DC, or maybe, a, you know, a percentage point in their image. or Basically, but then going and reading those comics and then reading them again, and then reading them again, and basically rereading the comic book until the next issue comes out. That sort of things. Those are the current fanish experience that I honestly don't have the time. Now, is it because I'm older and I have more responsibilities and I have less time for free time? Or has the landscape changed? So let's 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 quantify this in some some sort of way. When I was a child and I was growing up, we had and I might be uh, kind of dating myself here. But when I came out, we didn't have as much fanish stuff to, to to be involved in. Yeah, Star Wars had come out. They made three movies. Well, it's not very difficult to watch all three movies a number of times. Um, and then when I was growing up, there was you know there was other movies that were out that were like, oh okay, you know I'm gonna watch this. I was a fan of Star Wars, I like Battlestar Galactica, the TV series. Why did I like? Battlestar Galactica because there was nothing else to watch. Uh, I mean, there was Buck Rogers. There was a few. There was a few shows, but they were few and far between. When it came to being a fan of things, there wasn't a lot of stuff. To so you watched everything and anything that came out, and that was the day of the video rental. And when you're a kid, you go to the video store, you go rent. Um, I don't know, Crawl the Conqueror or, or Conan. Uh, you know, ten times. You didn't buy movies in those days. You went and rented them, and you had you had the rental for one to three days, and you watched that movie as many times as you could in that in that time span. That's that's how you nerded out as a kid, or that's how you nerded out as a kid. Nowadays, because of the uh, the the change in computer graphics and things like that, all these Spanish type of movies are being released all the time. There's more coming out than imaginable and they have the sci-fi channel or um, the space channel here in Canada there's there's so many avenues to follow your fan your fandom there is so much content that when I was a kid you watched anything and everything that came out if you went to the video store and there was another sword and sorcery movie there it didn't matter if it was good or not. You went and rented it. That's how it played out. Nowadays, you're more selective. Uh, comic book movies. They're mainstream now. And there's so many of them. And everyone is putting one out. And some of them are not so good. Some of them are great. The best I can do is I actually... When we started seeing comic book movies, you saw every single one that came out. And you saw them multiple, numerous times. It, like, for example, The Greatest American Hero, not based on any property at any comic book company, was a huge show. Why was it a huge show? Because it's a superhero show. It didn't matter what it was based on. It just mattered that it was a superhero show. Oh my God, we're seeing a superhero on the screen. Didn't matter if it was big screen or small screen. People are going to watch it because they have nothing else. So nowadays, I haven't even kept up when the when the superhero movie started happening in and around the time of Blade, 
which I was actually a fan of Blade before the movie came out. So I was pretty happy when they made that movie. Seems like a strange choice, but you know, I'll. It wouldn't have mattered if it was about Blade or if it was about um, Frank Drake from the Dracula comic book, or um, you know, if they made a movie about Misty Knight, you know, who was not super popular back then. You know, it wouldn't have mattered who it was about. It didn't matter at all. You'd go see it because oh my god, there's a movie. So when Blade came out. X-Men and then eventually Spider-Man which kind of blew the the doors open Um, I saw every single comic book movie that came out it didn't matter who it was what it was, what company it was for I mean I, for for God's sake I saw um, Steel with with Shaq in it Um, I saw, God I think I saw that movie Blank Man Damon Wayans or whatever it was I mean Red Sonja, like I saw that. Why? Well, it's 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 based on a comic book, or it's it's fantasy, or so. But the superhero movies, there's so many that have been coming out that I actually haven't seen them all. It is actually now proven more difficult to be a fan of, of fandom things because once once upon a time you could see every fanish type of movie that came out because it was like two or three superhero movies two or three you know uh, uh, sword and sorcery movies and two or three um, space movies like there wasn't much to choose from so you could see everything now there's such a glut of stuff that comes out you could probably pick a particular fandom comic book movies for example and see every comic book movie and then kind of taste a little bit of the other stuff, the, the, the sci-fi stuff or the fantasy stuff. I mean, for God's sake, I used to go see every Disney movie because it was it was a hint of comic books for me. It was, it was, it was drawn, it was animated. Oh, okay, well, that's kind of like comic books. It, it's pretty close. Um, you know, you see Aladdin because Aladdin, well, it's, you know, it's about a genie who's got superpowers. So, you know, so now I, I can't... I can't approach fandom in the same way that I used to as, as a kid. And I was kind of struggling with it because I've always always considered myself the biggest nerd. But here I am, the biggest nerd with a regular job, making a regular wage, and, you know, with a wife and, and, and kids and all that stuff. And I'm considered normal now. I'm not considered... I, I don't consider myself a nerd because I don't think I can do it. And it's not that I don't want to, it's just that there's no time to do it. Because there's too many choices out there, there's too many options. When you've all, all you've got to watch is Star Wars in 2001, and the movie 2001, well, you're going to, you know, I wasn't a big fan of 2001, but I saw it three or four times. Why? Because it was a space movie. Um... But I watched Star Wars 10 times or 20 times because I really liked it. Terminator is probably the movie I've seen the most because you couldn't buy movies back in those days. Well, you could, but it was very, very difficult, especially when you didn't have any income and you're just, you know, living off your allowance. So, you know, you go rent the movie. Like, you take your allowance every time and go spend it on renting that movie. And then you'd watch it three or four times a day for the three days you had it. You'd rent it for the weekend, for example. So now I don't have the time. So I've gone to a few panels at, at some cons 
and I find that I, I just can't keep up because I can't, I, I still like everything, but because I can't fine tune and focus on any one thing, I don't know a lot about any one thing. I have some generalities that I understand or enjoy over a whole bunch of different mediums that are all considered fanish, but that's, I mean, I can't, I can't, so, so, so let's compare. I saw Star Wars more times than I can count. I don't even know how many times I've seen it. I used to watch the trilogy, I used to watch the trilogy a few times a year, and then, you know, it dropped down to once a year, then once every two years, you know, so, and then when Spider-Man came out, I saw it three times, no, I saw it three to five times in the theater, I can't honestly remember, I think there was a couple of re-releases or cheap seats or whatever, so I saw it a whole bunch of times in the theater, just counting down the time when it was going to come out on video, and then I'd buy it, and then once I had it, well, I would watch it, you know, the day I bought it, and then I'd probably watch it, you know, basically the same thing as the theatrical run, I'd probably watch it three to five times total, and then I might revisit like a year later, but when all you had was Star Wars, well, you watched it three or four times in that first year, or sorry, more than that, you probably watch it because you get nothing else to watch, well, what else are you going to watch, are you going to watch Terms of Endearment or Kramer versus Kramer, you know, you don't have as many options, so you just go back to what you know, uh, it's like when you're growing up and you buy comic books as a kid, and you have an allowance, and you have a limited allowance, and back then, a lot of the comics were, the, the stories were one-shot stories, so if you read, you know, a Superman story, you know, it was pretty self-contained, and you could go back and reread that story, and reread that story, and yeah, you probably didn't have the next issue, because the, uh, the store close to your home uh, didn't, you know, didn't have enough copies, so when you went back, you couldn't get the next issue, but you get the one after that or the one after that. But you could read these comics as, you know, single self-contained stories, and you go back and reread it and reread it and re-look at the artwork and, you know, check the line work or um, because I was so into comic books, I'd be, you know, studying how they laid out the panels. Uh, I'd be, and then I'd be taking that page and redrawing it myself, uh, seeing the spacing of the word balloons, where, you know, where do you put the gutters? on the page, like I would obsess over that paint because I, I had maybe, you know, 50 comic books in my collection. My mom, I, I remember at one point my mom let me keep no more than 100 and every time I got a new issue I'd have to throw, throw something else out. So I had a limited uh, space for comics and I had to recycle them. So I would reread them, you know, 100 times, each comic 100 times and I would have it memorized so that if I got another comic book, you know, I still had it, I could still remember the comic book and remember every line of it and, you know, even memorize some of the dialogue in it. So, um, nowadays, I mean, did, did I like Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Absolutely. I've watched through it once. I can't quote the show. I, I really loved it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the one of the best, maybe the best, pretty close to the best uh, TV series of all time. And I want to go back and watch it because I really enjoyed it that much. But to commit to, was it seven seasons, I guess? Man, I, 
there's some other stuff I want to watch. Because I like I kept debating over it. like it's like you know my wife is like oh you got to watch Angel you got to watch Angel ties in great and I start watching Angel I'm like okay well I really enjoyed Angel but I really like Buffy and I kind of want to rewatch Buffy but I'm gonna watch Angel now and then you finish Angel and then you know there's Dollhouse well I guess I'm gonna watch Dollhouse I kind of want to watch Buffy again because you know I really enjoyed it I kind of want to go back and watch it well I guess I'll watch Dollhouse. And then, you know, Serenity and, and, and whatnot. And they're like, oh, okay, well, okay, I finally, I've watched all this stuff now. Okay, I'm going to go back and watch Buffy. Oh, well, there's, you know, whatever it is, 13 Marvel movies now. And uh, the new Marvel movie's coming out. Well, you know what, I think I might, I'm going to rewatch all the Marvel movies before the next movie comes out. I'm going to get ready for Avengers 3. Uh, okay, well, there's three. How many movies have we got? 13, and that's uh, two and a half hours each. Start doing the math. Well, okay, maybe I'll just watch the Phase 2 movies. Or, you know, I guess we'll be at Phase 3, Marvel Phase 3. So I'll just watch the Phase 3 movies and kind of get warmed up and kind of, you know... Well, maybe I'll watch... Well, you know, so you, you kind of go back and forth and you're like, well, I can't watch all this stuff. There's something else to watch. And then while you're doing all this, because there's so much media out there, I was like, well, I didn't... I haven't read my comic books this month. Holy shit. Actually, I have comic books that I haven't read. I, I'm, I'm, I got a six-month backlog. Well, I got to read those. Well, when am I going to read those? Well, I was going to read those, but I'm in the middle of reading. Um, getting caught up on an old, I don't know, an, an old uh, Batman. I bought a Batman trade, and I'm reading the Batman trade. Well, as soon as I finish that Batman trade, then uh, maybe I'll go back and I'll, uh, I'll read my comics, get caught up with my comics. But then as you're reading there, like, oh, man, you know what? Secret Wars, the original Secret Wars, oh, such a great series. I want to go back and I want to read Secret Wars because there's a new Secret Wars series out. And I want to read the old one and kind of so I can kind of compare and contrast. But now, oh, you know what? DC's doing some pretty cool stuff. I want to watch some of that DC shit or read some of that DC stuff. But, oh, man, I, but I don't know what's going on in DC. So maybe I need to go back and I need to... Um, reread, you know, like maybe I can find a, you know, a collection of Green Lantern or a collection of Superman I can, you know, go ahead and read or they kind of see what's going because I don't know what's going on. And then I'm too intimidated, like especially on the DC side, which is why I don't read so much DC because I haven't been reading it for the last 10 years. I'm kind of a little lost and I don't know what's going on. So I, I'm kind of struggling with my, my, my fandom. Like I don't, how do I absorb all this stuff? Because I really want to read all this stuff. I honestly wish that I didn't need to sleep so I could get caught up on some of this stuff and, and have debates and talks with people about about things, you know? The, the latest uh, TV show or uh, Sharknado 3. I mean, I haven't seen... I saw Sharknado 1. It was this big phenomenon. I saw it like months and months after the fact. And there's two movies out since and I haven't seen them and they're a lot of fun. And so I'm, I'm struggling with the time thing. The other thing is, I've grown up a little bit, and and how have I grown up? Well, when I was younger, yeah, I drew my own comic books, and you know, I wrote my own stories and all this sort of thing. But you know, as a kid, you have a lot of time, right? Now it's like, well, I could read this stuff or watch this movie, or I could work on the novel I'm working on. I could maybe, you know, put it through another edit or or something. So how how do I how do I get to that point? How do I get to that point? Like, my, my hobbies, which used to be, 
I've actually arrived at home here, so I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up. My hobbies used to be reading fanish stuff and dabbling in creating fanish stuff. And now that I've actually got some traction, I've actually created fanish stuff. I've actually got a, a few things that, you know, people have followed over the years and, and, and enjoyed. So I also want to put out fanish stuff. But in order to put out fanish stuff, I have to spend less time doing fanish stuff. Would I like to write a fan fiction? Hell yeah, I'd love to write a fan fiction. But in order to write a fan fiction, I have to not to not write um, a non-fan fiction, a basically, you know, an original creation. So, I mean, I keep getting bugged about transforming my old Simca comic book into, uh, into a novel, like a, a series of novels. And I think they could be quite popular if I could take the time. But I keep putting that off because I don't want to go back and... I want to go back and I want to convert Simca to another, yet another medium, but that's writing something I've already written in another format when I could be working on something original. So I'm kind of stuck. It's just, it's prioritizing what I do. And I think I spoke to Lar D'Souza about this. He's uh, the, uh, the illustrator, co-creator of... Um, looking for group and um, least I could do. And he had a hand in um, this great comic called gutters. Uh, He doesn't spend as much time on his fandom as he used to, but because he's in the middle of it, he's still considered a fanish kind of guy. But I I know he's always complaining about that. He didn't, you know, he hasn't caught up on his, on his Twitter feed or, you know, he needs to get back to people in their emails and he still has a job of, you know, drawing a comic strip and still getting his other stuff done, and still being a husband and father, and you know, and writing partner, and, and all this stuff. So, how do you fit it all in? And I guess the question is, fandom isn't what fandom used to be. And I don't know if I'm considered a fan anymore, but I still love everything nerdy. I do, and I always will. And even though I expand my, my palette into other things, like the Nick Hornby books, for example... Um, and music, which will be, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I like to think I'm still a nerd, but I think a lot of people look at me as being too normal. So let's get to the other side of the equation. So I've actually arrived home. I'm going to cap off the, uh, the podcast here and we'll carry this again tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning we'll discuss um, the other side of nerddom or geekdom, and that is the nerddom geekdom of music. Music is the other half of my fandom, and uh, we'll get into that after this break.